Welcome to the True Identity Podcast, where we will discuss topics related to your physical, mental, and spiritual health. I'm your host, Nikki Romani. As a certified life coach and athletic trainer, I am passionate about helping individuals discover their true potential, becoming their authentic self, all the while enjoying life in the process. Are you ready to get started? Let's go. Today, we're talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. We're going to talk about exercise and moving your body, working out, doing physical activities, which is so important for your overall health. We as human beings were created to move. Moving your body is important for, like I said, your well-being, overall health, mental clarity, helps to keep relationships healthy, and so much more. Think about it. Think about our ancestors. They were hunting and running just to eat and just to survive. We have become workaholics who sit at a desk all day. We as a society have become lazy. Us in America, we need to move our bodies more. I think of the time I visited Italy. People were walking around everywhere. They were eating fresh food and walking. This is your this is your time to get your butt moving. <laughs> Just something as simple as on your lunch break going for a walk. So today we're going to be talking about the importance of moving your body in regards to things like stretching, different exercises and physical activity, and the overall benefits. So first, we're going to start with stretching, and this is something that should be done every day, and it should be done before exercise, after exercise, so this is something that's really important. So think about you sitting at work. You're sitting at a desk. Your muscles become really tight, and there's kind of this pain that comes on right? I mean, I think about it. I'm kind of, I'm sitting right now and I'm like, ooh, my hips are kind of tight. I need to stretch them out. So stretching elongates your muscles, the muscle tissues, and it increases range of motion, blood flow to the areas that become have become stagnant and tight, and it decreases that pain. Just like that tight and tight feeling that Wherever the tightness is, stretching can really help uh, decrease that pain in that area. So like I said, this should be something that should is done throughout the day. When you wake up in the morning, when you get home from work, maybe while you're at work in the middle of the day. Um, another great thing I love is foam rolling as well. So if you are at a loss of how to stretch and how to foam roll and how to do these things, don't you worry. I've got you. I have created some videos on how to stretch and foam roll, and I will put a link in the show notes for you on that. It's very helpful, step-by-step, super easy on how to stretch. It'll just give you some ideas on where to start. So another thing I want to talk about is exercise. Exercise in general, just getting your body moving, 
it increases your heart rate because you're moving your body, which then in turn gets the blood flowing throughout your body and especially to your brain. So this is going to help with focus and mental clarity and it also increases endorphins and it decreases your stress hormones. It also is good for injury prevention. So if you're strong and you are getting that strength in your muscles, it's going to prevent you from injury as well as stretching. If you're stretching, the reason people get injured is because they have these tight muscles and they're not able to go through that full range of motion that their body is trying to get them that wants them to do in that certain activity. So the reason why I should probably say (laughs) I'm an athletic trainer And I work with people all the time on this. I work with athletes. I also work at a physical therapy clinic. So I see people from all ages, from age 10 to 80. (laughs) And we, I think it goes back down to the stretching portion and just getting your body moving in the proper way, that body mechanics because this is something so important and something to be aware of is how your body is moving and how it should be moving properly. So now I want to talk about the different exercises and physical activities that you can do. So there's a difference between walking and running, which is cardiorespiratory or aerobic, which increases the oxygen metabolism production of energy. And strength training, which is the, you know, your muscular strength or isometric anaerobic exercise, which provides energy without oxygen. So think about that. So cardio is increases oxygen and strength training is without um, oxygen. So anaerobic. Obviously, you're breathing, but (laughs) there's just a difference between the two on how much you're getting on a cellular level. So with walking and running, this is a great way to get the blood flowing throughout your body. If you're stagnant, you want to just get that blood flow, go for a walk. If you're on a lunch break, go for a walk outside. And people say like if you walk 20 to 30 minutes a day, you're doing you're doing really well, but I think there's more to it than that and I'll get into that. But also running and walking increases your memory and focus because it gets that blood to your brain. It lowers the risk of heart disease, improves your fitness level, and it's good for the cardiovascular fitness. But also, I am a huge advocate for not only walking and running and doing cardio, but also doing strength training because this is this is how you um, you get stronger. This is a great way to um, prevent an- injuries. So with strength training, you're partially breaking down the muscle tissue in order for it to grow. So that's a good thing. When you're sore, it means you worked your muscles. And I just love being sore because that's when I know that I worked hard and I pushed my body. (laughs) But you don't want to like push your body too, too much. But I'll get into that as well. So strength training helps support 
joints uh, to prevent injuries such as sprained ankles or any shoulder issues, knee injuries, because I... I say this a lot to the athletes that I work with and the people that I work with. You want to support the joint by strengthening the muscles surrounding it. So remember, your body is connected. Everything is connected. So if you are preventing from a knee injury or you have sustained a knee injury, it's good to focus on the muscles surrounding it, but also things like strengthening your hip muscles and your glute muscles, your quads, hamstrings. So this is just a great way, strength training is a great way to prevent uh, injury from occurring. And I know I there are strong athletes that get injured as well. I know I work with them as an athletic trainer, but that just is because they're I mean, maybe there's an area that they need to strengthen in order to prevent that. And maybe they didn't stretch enough or maybe they didn't drink enough water or their diet wasn't right. There are so many different factors as to why people get injured. So um, I think it's great to be proactive and to just think that, hey, if strength training is going to help, then we should incorporate it. And if you're a female you may be thinking, I don't want to bulk up like a man lifting weights. (laughs) And yes, we as women, we have testosterone as well, but just not as much as males. But we're not going to bulk up like the Hulk once we start lifting. And if you're also thinking, I'm so intimidated lifting weights and I don't know how to do it, I want to encourage you to go to a class, get a personal trainer, go with a friend who does know and that they can show you how to do it. You can do this. Don't make excuses. I have some friends who have said this to me and I just give them some some ideas of what to do, but a lot of them have said going to a class really helps them because it's that accountability and also there's an instructor there to show you how to do the movements and Yeah, and give you some guidance. Also with strength training, it helps with overall performance. And I want to share a story about this. So I recently did a triathlon and this was an event that I signed up for a month in advance. So I decided to do it a month out and I didn't, I wasn't running, I was running, but I wasn't really swimming or riding a bike at all. (laughs) So what I was doing was strength training. I was doing strength training, doing weightlifting, probably about three to four times a week. I've been doing that for a very long time. So I I was strength training. And then the month out, I started swimming, which I do have a swimming background. So I was trying to just get back into that routine and swimming. And I started riding my bike, which I've ridden my bike before, and then running more. So I did increase these things in that month, but I did did not train as much as um, like I have before for a triathlon. But I think because of the strength training that I was doing, let me tell you, I got third place at this triathlon in my age group, but third place. And I just accredit that to the strength training that I was doing. 
this just goes to show how important strength training is. Hey, you never know. You could go sign up for a triathlon and you could get third place, second, or even first. (laughs) You never know until you try it. So with all exercise, exercise really decreases the effects of things like diabetes and it can help decrease cholesterol. And I actually have a friend who was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and he didn't want to take medication and I really encouraged him not to. So he looked into diet and exercise and I have to say it's been a year and he has decreased um, his his insulin levels and he he didn't have to take insulin. And he is doing so much better because he started exercising and eating the way his body, what his body needed. So that is just a huge testimony to how important exercise is and eating well uh, to help your body fight these different diseases. Exercise also deep increases depression. And I wrote a paper on this when I was in college. And there were studies that proved that exercise could be an alternative treatment, specifically high intensity. So like HIT HIT exercises, the high intensity interval training, and vigorous exercises with including strength training and sports and exercise that really requires a lot of concentration. And also, it re- this exercise releases hormones. And so with depression, there's an imbalance of hormones. So this can really help out in this area. To some degree, this is not, you know, the only treatment. And this is not a, an episode about depression. This is just stuff that I learned through my research and just showing the importance of exercise on your brain and your mental state and your well-being. I know like people have become more depressed due to inactivity and I so that I wanted to share my story. I there was a time I was depressed and I didn't realize that I was depressed until someone pointed out to me that I was. But I w- it was so hard to get out of bed. I was so tired all the time. I didn't wasn't motivated to do anything. And I think it was be I had a background of exercise and working out and I wanted to try my hardest to keep that up. And once someone told me that I was depressed, I don't know, something kicked in and I was like, oh, I got to get out of this. So even though it was so hard for me to get out of bed, and I know there's probably different levels of depression, so mine is not a serious, severe case, but it was hard for me to get out of bed, but I just thought to myself, I want this to be over. So I forced myself to work out in this state of depression, and let me tell you, because I forced myself to do this, I was through this state in three months. And so obviously there was more to it. I was exercising along with a lot of praying and journaling and later I went to therapy. But I I just know that exercise did help a lot because it got me out of bed, it got my body moving, and 
all the things that I've talked about, that's what was going on in my body. And I know it was beneficial for me. And I was able to feel way better after those three months. So exercise also increases neurogenesis. And if you don't know what that is, that's just the growth and the development of nervous tissue in the brain. So these neuroplasticity levels in your brain, um, in the hippocampus, regulate behavioral stress. So there's an increase in that development, which is huge. (laughs) And it also, this just the exercise releases stress hormones and like I said uh, releases the of the endorphins which is a boot boot which is a mood boosting hormone also on another thing that exercise does is it helps you to fall asleep quicker and easier if you think about it I think about the times where I have a very active day I've worked out in the morning and I'm doing physical activity and all of that I crash at night because I'm so tired um, just from moving my body and I think that yeah I go to bed early and I think it's it helps that I have worked out because I'm pretty tired and like when (laughs) my body knows when it's 9 p.m. because my body's like okay we're shutting down we've done a lot today we did our physical activity it's time to sleep (laughs) and exercise also is related to gut health which is a lot of the reasons why it helps with multiple diseases and illnesses and all of that. So there are so many benefits to exercise and working out. And I hope you can tell that I'm very passionate about this. And I hope you realize how important it is to move your body. So it's important to switch your workouts up. I don't want you to just think, oh, I just need to walk every day for 20 to 30 minutes and I'm good. Like I told you before, all the benefits to strength training and incorporating both into your workout routine and into your life. So I want to give you an example of what a week would look like, and I'll include a PDF in the show notes for you, just an example of what it would look like. And first and foremost, you need to listen to your body. So if on a day where you're supposed to do strength training and you really feel like you need to rest... You need to listen to your body. I did that recently. I was I had planned to do a strength training day and I was just so exhausted because I had done multiple days of training in a row and I just needed to rest. So I decided to do a rest day, stretching day, and my body thanked me for that. But let's look at the week. So say on Monday, you start with strength training. And with all of this, you want to stretch before and after. Tuesday, you do some cross training with running, biking, swimming. Wednesday, you do another strength day. Thursday, you could either do strength or cross training. And then Friday, you do cross training or strength training, whichever you didn't do the day before. Saturday would be a day of stretching, maybe some physical activity such as hiking or playing volleyball. I love playing volleyball, so I play beach volleyball on some weekends. (laughs) And Sunday, rest day, and get some stretching in, go for a little walk. So that's kind of just an idea of maybe what your week could look like. But I think it would be good to work out at a higher intensity, three, four times per week. You're doing great. So that's kind of my goal for me. 
And you know what? All in all, I just want you to get your body moving in a way that suits you. I'm going back to walking every day. That's not going to cut it. Yes, it's great that you're moving your body. You're getting the blood flow. But let's incorporate some weights. Grab some some dumbbells and just start start that uh, strength training. And it it's not going to be intimidating. It doesn't have to be crazy. Um, but do just some some little strength training activities for you. Um, but yeah, I hope you got a lot out of this. I hope it was beneficial for you that you learned a lot about your body and that your takeaway from this is to get out there and get your body moving. Find an accountability partner. Get someone to do this with you. I have to say when I started working out, I mean, I've always worked out, but not to the extent that I am now. It wasn't until after college that I really started going to the gym and doing strength training stuff. But um, I had a friend who she and I got a personal trainer together. And this is what really kicked things off for me because I think I had that accountability in my friend and also in this personal trainer. So I would work out. This also got me to working out early in the morning and got me to become a morning person because I had to meet them at the gym at 5.30 before going to work. And I knew that if I didn't show up, that they would ask me where I was. And also I was paying for it. So it kind of helps when you have skin in the game in that sense, because then you're like, oh my gosh, I paid for this. I need to do it. (laughs) So, but yeah, that is what got me to become a morning person and work out in the morning is because I found a friend who wanted to do it with me and we got a membership at this gym and got a personal trainer. So if you can't, if you don't want to do the personal training route, then like I said, go to a class, Find a friend who knows what's up and can show you some things. Um, But yeah, just find someone to hold you accountable. But I would love to hear from you. So I would love if you would write a review for this podcast or just write a comment about this episode if it was helpful to you and if you want to hear more about um, this kind of stuff. Let me know because I want to serve you in the best way possible. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, your true identity is not what you do, but who you are. And you are awesome.